0: Welcome back, guys, to Ducks on the Pond podcast. I believe this is our third podcast. It is our third. Am I losing track already? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're okay. Uh, well, anyway, we were just... It's hard to contain uh, these topics and just get them on the podcast, because we were just talking about this before, and we were just like, we got to start this podcast already. Yeah. Like but, we, we
1: were getting into it. We weren't even recording yet. Like <laughs> Yeah.
0: We <laughs> were just like, already getting into stuff. All right, but... The idea that we were talking about was a name change to the podcast already after two episodes. Yeah, and I
1: I conceived this probably like a week ago. I I was thinking we call it the campfire because, one, we went camping and it was a fucking great time. And two, it's because, as you said, a campfire is where people share ideas and probably one of the, the most original places to
0: share ideas. Yeah, Yeah, your ideas and stories. And all that um, I had uh, I had just gotten into this but I was uh, in, I think last year my junior year I, I did like for English we had this uh, podcast like kind of unit I guess where we had to like make a podcast it was only five minutes long but we had to make a podcast and uh, and we had to talk about whatever and we had to share our ideas about how we would want to make a podcast if we had made one and I was like I would, I would like it around a campfire. It'd be like outside, you know. <laughs> That's and, great, uh, man. But I, I think the name is is decent. I mean, you know, what I mean, but like ducks on the pond too. It's,
1: and you know, we tried to do a podcast around the campfire, but but nobody wanted to talk about, nobody wanted to philosophize or anything.
0: Yeah. So basically, we went on a camping trip about a week ago over uh, Labor Day weekend. Just, yeah. Just the Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. And, so one night. Yeah, one night, and um. Uh, you know there was six people there, and it would have been a little difficult, I think, to to do a podcast. But we, you did get some audio recordings, right? Yeah,
1: I did. I got like maybe like two hours
0: of audio recording. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Plus some videos. <laughs> yeah, there were some videos too. Uh but it was a great experience. Um, I think we should go, we should go over those eventually. Just yeah, those audio tapes. Um, it would be very tedious. Yeah. And well, we could post uh, like snippets of them, you know, like, maybe like little clips, you know, like JRE clips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a YouTube channel. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we gotta start recording video. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of production in that too. Yeah, but we will do that one day. We can not always, yet though. Yeah,
0: we can always try out. It. It's just you know, the more production there is involved into this, the less or the more it would take away from more work it would be to produce content you know what I'm saying that's
1: okay I mean it's it's not like it's gonna you know take away from like it's not it's not gonna be that hard to do just because we have a camera
0: yeah no I'm, I'm I'm open to all ideas but um you know something to think about yeah
1: so in regard to the campfire that the new name that I'm proposing um I I think we should talk about our camping trip like like in depth. Yeah. But like what happened like how important it is to camp in general.
0: Yeah. And the build up to that camping trip I want to talk about as well.
1: The build up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking Mostly about?
0: Mostly the list. Oh yeah, the, the the camping amenities list. Yeah. Um camping amenities list. For one night of camping <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, It's like you know You go to a sleepover At somebody's house You spend spending the night And like How much do you bring?
1: We didn't bring that much stuff dude Well I mean I did <laughs> I, I needed those comforters I needed my pillows <laughs> I, I was awake till like 3.30 dude Just laying there Really?
0: Yeah Dude I, I went to bed at like Twelve thirty. I, I noticed, dude. I just fell asleep, man. Dude, you
1: you were you were laying on the ground without yep. a tent. Well, I had and...
0: a I had a camping mattress. Well, like a little like foam pad, right? <laughs> foam pad, um, and then I had a, my sleeping bag and then my pillow, hmm. and then uh, and then it started raining at two a.m. No,
1: it was like three, dude, and I was awake the was whole it, time. Was it three? Yeah, and then and then you just you got up like right away. And, I was and, and like, like Can you unlock your car? Like your fucking eyes. Earthman. Like you turned into Earthman on that trip and and you just you were like, Can you unlock your car? Yeah. And then we went to unlock it. And then the the horn started going off. Oh yeah. Thank God it was quiet
0: though. It wasn't that loud of a car alarm. Dom Dominic's car alarm. Yeah,
1: yeah. good thing.
0: And then uh we I I set my tent up as quick as I could and then I just went back to sleep.
1: Yeah, that, that's crazy how you can even do that, dude. I, I probably fell asleep maybe 45 minutes after that <laughs> oh my god yeah so
0: wait you were up the whole entire time then
1: not the whole time
0: just kind of going in and out, and out. I, I don't
1: yeah i think like the last hour before i actually fell asleep i was going in and out but yeah dude i don't even care that that was a great time man yeah J- just because i didn't sleep well that doesn't that doesn't take away anything from it
0: right yeah no i mean it is a different experience you're in a tent mm-hmm. um you know, <laughs>
1: a tent that I didn't even put up.
0: <laughs> you didn't? No, I didn't. Oh. I just watched. Oh, you just watched?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's I was like, fun. hmm, interesting.
0: Yeah, no, um, you know, camping, having camping experiences. uh I think. I think it's very nice to to experience it for at least a few nights. Um, yeah. Every every once in a while.
1: I'd like to do it more than one night, but we all work together and. And that is not going to fly.
0: No, it'd be very difficult. Um, unless it's during the winter. Yeah. And I have yet to go camping. During, in the winter? During snow. Yeah, when, when in snow. Let's do it, man. Yeah, I, I've always wanted to do that. At least one night or, you know... No, I mean, like
1: two nights... three, Two nights, I think, is good. Because despite it being winter and it being, like, slow at work, it's, we're still going to have to work, you know? Yeah. Won't be crazy slow. I mean,
0: you know, we're going to have school... Um, During the week, obviously, and then we're going to have at least two nights on well, the weekend.
1: Well, perhaps winter break.
0: Yeah, or winter break.
1: Yeah, because so I, I have winter break as well. You
0: know, it would only, it would be great. You know, I've always thought that camping is more of a one-night thing, whereas, you know, uh, a more-than-one-night kind of stay, whatever, it's two, two to five nights or something would be good for backpacking because it gives purpose to the camping. You know what I'm saying? Like during like kind of like a nomad during the day, yeah, at least hmm. yeah. You know you're carrying everything you have on your back. Barefoot when you go uh, backpacking too? No, no. You <laughs> uh, no. The trails are very rocky, and even with like my my zero drop shoes, it's it's very rocky. And so, uh, with all the extra weight with backpacking, I I just really prefer, uh, wearing like decent shoes. Hmm. Not not like boots. But um, sneakers at least, or or I mean tennis shoes. But if it were in the snow, I I would want something there.
1: Yeah, you know some no. boots, for sure. Yeah, the reason I mentioned that is because the, the whole the whole time the whole fucking time, uh, you were you were like, dude, take off your shoes, and you just like didn't stop. Okay, if you're wondering why there was a jump, um, there was something mentioned that immediately had to be cut. <laughs> From the podcast, <laughs> but but we're all good now. You'll never get to hear it. <laughs> Certain people will know, but that's it. That that's we're just leaving it like that.
0: Yeah. Any anyway. As anyway, we yes. To uh, being barefoot.
1: Yes, we wanted to relate it to, um, just our our human, you know, origins, our ancestors, sitting around campfires.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, there's, there's, um, there's a lot to be said about, you know, uh, being barefoot in general, uh, you know, just in in your environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, your foot is the connection to the to the ground and to each environment you step foot in.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was now, thinking, and I was yeah. even thinking about that
0: today. And, and so when you're, you know, when you're barefoot and you're, let's say, he's taking off his sock right now. <laughs> <the fuck> <laughs> I'm just trying to, like... Uh, <laughs> you know, your foot makes contact with the ground, right? Yeah, right, right. And you can feel the ground. But with shoes on, that feeling is so much more limited. You know what I'm saying? And, you know... Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot
1: really limiting. And, and when I took on my shoes, finally, after you said it, like, 20 times, I was, it was liberating, man. And it was a fucking shame because it was, like, in the last 30 minutes of the night.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I... But, you know, you guys saw my point there, what I was trying to make. was Yeah. It, it uh, you know, it wasn't a very rough surface. It was just like dirt. Yeah, it was, you know? it was just dirt, basically. And, uh, but, you know, you could feel it and you could, your, your feet felt, uh, you know, warm closer to the fire and everything. And mm-hmm. it, it was a different experience. But, you know, throughout, um, even outside of camping, wearing, uh, you know, no shoes more frequently. Uh, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything. <laughs> but as, as a young guy myself, like my feet are still in good shape and I only feel my feet getting stronger because of, you know, minimal, like, uh, let's say just bulky shoe, like wearing bulky shoes. You know, I used to wear bulky shoes to work and everything just cause they were non-slip. Mm-hmm. But lately, you know, for the past, I don't know, the past year, I've been wearing these, um, they're, they're zero drop shoes, which means they, the same elevation that your heel is to the ground is the same that your your um your toes are to the ground so there's no elevation there's no heel yeah
1: i've been thinking about getting a pair of those
0: yeah and my my, it was mostly because my knees were kind of hurting because i was elevated a little bit and my knees were kind of sensitive to that but i've had uh, a lot more i'd I'd say stability in the kitchen because of it i do Hmm. slip around quite a bit but like i haven't noticed that but my knees like i can stand so much longer with literally no pain in my knees it was just like that 1 inch gave me such a problem at work. But those that's not a barefoot exp- like Well no, dude, it, it's comparing, you know, what what we do every
1: day right. to what we do when we get to go on vacation, you know, camping.
0: Yeah, and it, it's a minimalistic shoe. And uh Oh, that fucking word. <laughs> minimalistic shoe. I, I say that not in the not in trying to relate to like minimalistic culture, but like mm. minimalism is like there's like no support in the shoe.
1: It, it's funny. I that, I mean, I don't have a problem with it i mean i do but i i just find it annoying when people are just like i'm a minimalist like my brother was saying that he's a minimalist like all you have to do is like 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 go look in his room and it's just like fucking paper everywhere <laughs> it's like are you really a
0: minimalist <laughs> yeah no i i would i love the minimalistic mu- movement yeah it's cool but, but i i just i struggle myself to declutter things and let go of things partly because i'm so like cheap
1: you know, and I feel <laughs> yeah. like I'm gonna. I
0: feel like I'm like gonna need to like this thing that I'm gonna get rid of. I'm gonna need to buy again later. You know what I'm saying? So I like to keep it so that I don't have to buy it later mm-hmm. if I need it again. Um, yeah, dude, I was
1: I was cleaning my room today, like right after my shower, right after I did yoga. I was uh I was like I'm gonna fucking clean my room, L- like Jordan Peterson, dude. Like like what I want to do.
0: Leave your damn room.
1: <laughs> like what i want to do is get like a picture frame and put a of him on the shelf and every time i look at him he'll just be saying like
0: clean your room damn it <laughs> and then i'll
1: fucking clean my room but but i was cleaning my room and and it, it's it's a great thing dude like because the philosophy is you clean your room you, you're shaping up your life a bit you know yeah and, and i even started cleaning up the basement like, I was cleaning up back there.
0: It does look cleaner, to be honest. That's the last time I was down here.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. It's like, or, like,
0: decluttered.
1: Cl- cl- I mean, all I did was declutter it, but but today, I was back there, like, you know, I was popping old soccer balls with a kitchen knife, <laughs> and I was just... <laughs> just
0: imagine you sitting in the corner, popping all these Yeah, that's exactly what I was doing.
1: But, but, like, I just threw them in a bag and, you know, because you got to get rid of that fucking shit. This It's, like, I know yeah. a basement is a place and, like, under the bed is a place where you just throw old shit. But it's, like, borderline hoarding. It's like you're hiding shit in the closet. You know what I mean? Like, on a literal level. Yeah. So, got to get this shit out of here. Like, right now I'm looking at fucking Dave and
0: Buster's gifts and Nerf you got, guns. You got a Kermit stuffed animal sitting in a tote. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> On a pool table.
0: <laughs> a miniature pool table.
1: Yeah, a miniature pool table. That's something I gotta get rid of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool to have. But like how often are you gonna use it? And it's like There's a reason why it's just like it's sitting over there. <laughs> yeah. Even if you wanted to use it. And it's like, you know, if you if you got to get around to clearing out this like all the junk you mm-hmm. know that you have if you got around to it, it's like would you would you keep it that way or would you continue to buy more sh- shit you don't need?
1: I think for my room I would do that, but I mean, obviously I'd limit it, but down here, definitely not, you know, like I don't even, I'm hardly even down here. You see all these like video games and stuff down here, but I'm down here like only sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know. No. And I, I feel the same way about a lot of things. And it's like, you know, I have so many movies at home, too. And I have so many books. And yet, all of those, I can literally get for free.
1: Dude, I gotta take a look at your book collection.
0: My book collection is full of... So, my brother had a book collection in his closet. Mm-hmm. And I was building a bookshelf for myself. And uh, I wanted to, you know, put some books... The books that I wanted to read in there, right? So, I started with the books that my brother had. He'd already moved out. And so... You know, we. I just grabbed the books that I thought were interesting, mm-hmm. that I thought I might read. The put titles my, and the yeah, authors. Right, put them in my bookshelf. And on one level, I have the books that I have read. On the other book level, I have the books that I haven't read. And to be honest, man, there's a lot of books from the category that I would read, like or that I, I haven't read, that I don't have any interest in reading. There's a lot of books from the category that I have read that. I would have no interest in reading again, and yet I want to keep it there just because I'd like to build your collection. Yeah, it's almost as a collection, and it's like, but it's not collector's greed. Yeah, but it's not a collection that I like really like. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean. It's not like a classical collection or anything like that.
1: Because I do that too. Late recently, I, uh, you know, when I was following the rules of Jordan Peterson, I was. like doing exactly what I did you know with the bookshelf um I have the lower spot is for books that I've already read or haven't read, and I wouldn't want to really read again, and the top shelf is for books that I really like, you know East of Eden is obviously up there, yeah you know but but like just I don't really need the books on the second shelf on the the bottom shelf there's there's good reason to get rid of them, but like I yeah. won't. Like you know, when you're about to throw something away that's like really old, and you're like, like, what if I were to throw that? Like, like Scooby Doo is something I really fucking love. Okay. Even, like you know, it's something I have nostalgia for. Right. And if I were to throw away that Scooby Doo, I'd be like looking at it, and then eventually I'd throw it out. I'd be hesitating a little bit. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like, hmm, what can I use this thing that I know I won't use for? <laughs> like, like that's that's the idea.
0: Yeah. No, I I I'm I'm frightened, you know, by a lot of that because. You know, you, you pick something up, like, you know you have all this shit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's always growing, and you rarely throw things out. And it's like, do I – I can reorganize things, which is just moving them around, making it more convenient, like making the things that you use more and more convenient to get access to. And right. The opposite for the things that are less convenient that you don't use as much. And then there's, you know, uh, decluttering or just moving things around the house but rarely do i ever throw like things out and it's scary because you know my room is like somewhat clean and i make my bed but there's shit on my desks <laughs> there's like shit on my desk on my nightstand that i really like i don't like it's i don't like seeing it there but like i i should throw it away but i might need it
1: and you don't so, have like wrappers and garbage on no, your desk no not garbage right. but
0: like um like papers one off school papers or like I'm getting so many like college letters, not just like, like acceptance letters, but like just like letters being like, hey, would you be interested in, in our college or whatever from like Eastern or got to whatever. throw all that in folders. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I don't, I'm not interested in even going to this school. It's like, why, why am I keeping it? <laughs> dude. And I just like set it off to the side. You that know? reminds
1: me of something. Yeah, uh, yet last night I was, I was, after I got home from work. I was looking through, like, like old boxes in my room. And, and you know, this relates to what you were doing with saving papers. And I was looking under the books, and I saw this paper, and it said, um, like, it was from the government, you know, the federal government. And it said, if you are 18, and, you know, I'm over 18, yeah. um, and you have not applied for the draft, it is illegal for you not to apply for the draft. And if you turn 26 and you still haven't done it, then you could face jail time. It's like, I don't know if this is bullshit or not. So I went on the website. It looked legit. And I and I applied for the draft. So, <laughs> so I mean, saving paper comes in handy.
0: <laughs> oh, good thing you said that, Marco. I'm just going to fucking stuff it in my mattress. Don't do <laughs> that.
1: Don't do that. <laughs> like Mr. Krabs. No, it's <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> it's money. <laughs>
0: yeah no uh but yeah
1: there is good in everything as sure. we're trying to uh trying to say here there's also bad in things like fucking saving a giant tv box i'm looking at a giant tv sony box right now it's like right there it's like what do we even need that yeah for, you know
0: yeah no i mean you got the tv
1: yeah you got the tv why do you need the box I mean, are you to sell the box. Are you gonna sell the box with the TV. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna
0: use the box for <laughs> making a fort. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know. When
1: I was a kid, my dad always told me to like save the box of like all the video game consoles that I got. And I understand that. Like, we still have the the old Nintendo box. We have the PS3 box, still in good shape. Nintendo Switch box. It's like, I mean, that that's obviously good for storage as well. You know, yeah. What he,
0: do you um? What have you used them for?
1: Um. Right now they're just sitting in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: nice.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you see, it's it's hypocritical. It's very hypocritical. But uh, but yeah, we we all are hypocrites, as the Buddha once said.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, there's a little bit of truth in everything. Like that. there's no escape. Uh. No. I should. I. I would love to uh. To get going on that, but. On a different note, I wanted to talk to you about uh, college. Ah, so you know, I was at Oakland just this weekend on Sunday.
1: What were you doing at Oakland?
0: Uh, I was just seeing a friend of mine. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, you you had just kind of one off told me like you started going there, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's really cool. Um, but you had you had gone to to Macomb for two years, right? Right. Got got your associates. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just started, did you take a gap year between Macomb and, and Oakland or? No,
1: I, I took like three months off and then.
0: Just the summer off? Yep. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. And Got then... my
1: associates of, of bullshit and then, you know, I'm going to pursue a bachelor's degree. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm actually, I'm actually excited about the bachelor's degree. So so
0: what's your associates in?
1: It's in, uh, the reason why I say it's bullshit <laughs> is because it's general studies. That's why what is that it's like it's like uh, you know, like like math and
0: like you just got the credits, and like... yeah,
1: like got the credits like to transfer, yeah, let's make it very complicated, um yeah it, it's, i it's I haven't looked at it in a second, I think it's either the arts or general studies, I don't really give a fuck about it. I mean, as long as it gets me into university,
0: that that's good. And so you're gonna use those credits? They transfer to Oakland, right? Yeah, I've already yeah. used those. And they, uh, so you're gonna you're gonna graduate with a bachelor's in what? Two years?
1: Yeah, I'd imagine two years, two and a half years maybe.
0: Okay. So how many credits are you taking right now?
1: Uh, twelve. Okay. It's very strange because thirteen is full time, and, and and that's you get some benefits from that. The twelve is the minimum, correct? No, I mean you can take as, as little as you want but but like oh. but like you take 3 classes you get 12 you know depending on like the credits i just think it's annoying that i would have to take another class like a fourth class to to clutter up my week just because just so i can get full time i think that's annoying you know
0: yeah what what do you get from being full time
1: oh fuck i don't remember i think i think you get um get something with insurance
0: okay but like a student benefit kind of thing or yeah not. um what is uh so what are you gonna major in do you know yet or?
1: um right now i'm looking in well see everything that i study you know i'll just name off like three things religion psychology anthropology it's all the same thing you know it, like, like there's like anthropology is studied in religion and vice versa, and then the same thing for psychology. You know the rest.
0: They all come out of each other.
1: Yes. So so it's like like and, and plus all of those things I just mentioned are in the arts. I mean, the in Bible. The humanities. Yes, yeah. humanities. So so like, so like what what I could get a bachelor's degree in is like like you know a broad degree of like arts or something, you know, liberal arts even. Yeah. You know.
0: Like and uh, if if. Uh... Well, what classes are you taking? You're taking three or four?
1: I'm taking three, three this year.
0: Three, four credit classes. Yeah, and that's and that's religion.
1: That's um that's an anthropology class. Yeah, like geographical uh, anthropology. Um, intro to psych, which I'm kind of regretting taking because like you know I've been I've been reading psychology for a while now, and they're talking about how like Freud, like and his idea of dreams is. It's like there's no evidence there, and my teacher was like, therefore, you know, don't take it seriously. And it's like, well, um, I don't think so. Just because something doesn't have physical evidence doesn't mean it's true. I sure. Mean, but but that's a little off topic. But my other class is um, it's another psych class. It's it's like like research. It's all research based in in psych. In psychology so like i'd be like you know going online looking at stuff doing like running experiments in groups like surveying populations yeah things like that
0: yeah okay that's cool it's all interesting stuff so like uh psych research um anthropology and or geographical anthropology and then it's like intro to psych right yeah okay so yeah that's cool that's really cool man um, and, and you commute there. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's,
1: uh, when I was coming out of my intro to psych class, I was talking to, um, a, a gentleman he seemed like a very nice guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we were walking out the door and, 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 he, and he's like, he's like, you live on campus. I was like, nope. And he's, he's like, Oh dude, it's a fucking good time on campus. And I'm like, yeah, just, I, I can really see that. Like, I really feel like I'm missing out on something great by living on, you know, living with with my parents at home. Yeah. But but moving out is a process, man. You have to you have to uh, save money. You have to uh, like find a job that you can sustain your money. You know. Yeah. And and, but that that's kind of what I'm trying to pursue. I mean, plus staying on campus, it's like I looked on on Oakland. It's like ten grand a year, or a semester.
0: Yeah, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, that is unbelievable, man. That is fucking audacious.
0: Yeah, um, you know it's funny you say that because, I mean, I was there. It was a Sunday that I was there, but it wasn't. It was kind of like a ghost town. Well, <laughs> well, it's Sunday. That's a little dramatic, but it's it God's was, Day. It was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's man. God's Day at Oakland University. Yeah. No. Um. But I, you know, most campuses are like that on Sundays. Um. but no I think it's it's cool what you're doing you're saving a lot of money by doing that mm-hmm. and I mean it's not like you can you can make friends in your classes you know and, and meet up with them yeah you know, later, already doing that later yeah okay. yeah
1: we got some study groups great man yeah, yeah. Well, I mean it's developing yeah yeah I mean, so far just me and that dude we're just like we just started a study group man <laughs> <laughs> it's like hell yeah <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it'd be like the uh Study group from like community. <laughs> the TV show. Yeah, that's a funny show, man. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, that's cool. Um, what you doing? Um, <laughs> but,
1: uh, you wanna consult the docket? The docket? Yes, the notebook.
0: Yeah. Yeah, your uh, your quaderno
1: yes my, my ledger so you said that um, you said once that you that you look through religious texts sometimes just to become familiarized with them yeah Um, do you know what a koan is? no it is a it's like a, a Chinese Buddhist Zen teaching and it, it's like a story you know of it as like a, a like a a biblical um story kind of um and, and the question that i want to ask you is what is the sound of one hand not clapping just the sound of a hand
0: um
1: that's that <laughs> I, I see i can't even do that but that would be uh you know, that's that's something you're doing with your fingers. It's like snapping. Yeah, snapping. Yes, that's the word I could not uh, locate in my brain. Um, but but the idea here is um, that everything is connected. Okay. You know, and, like you look at your hand, and we're both looking at our hands, and um, what what's you know what is it? There's nails on it. There's fingers. There's joints. Like you have veins in it, and, and all of that is, you know, it made up of atoms. Right. You know, and not to be too scientific, but, but like, but like, what what they're trying to say with this koan, is. There is no one hand, that can make a sound because, you need other things. Like you need a table. Like, you need another hand. You need fingers to snap. You know. So it's it's just, it's just like 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 when I'm when I'm trying to sleep, I'll get up and write things like this at like three a.m. and and some people may may think that like it's all bullshit, but but I think it's worth it because understanding that the universe is connected and it's all one event. It, there's there's merit in that.
0: Yeah. No. I mean. Are you following? Yeah, I am. You, where, where everything is, uh, in a way, interconnected, and supports each other, and uh, uh, you know that's an uh, interesting take on it. Um, where, where what may I ask, where did that come from? That uh, koan.
1: It came from uh, a book called Zen Flesh, Zen Bones. I forget who wrote it, but it, it's just like a book of of like Zen proverbs basically. So yeah, koans, is. And, um, and before I, before I even read that, I, I heard it from Alan Watts. I, I mentioned that he's, he's the guy who kind of like put forth the path for me, you know, cause he's just like charismatic lecturer. Like, you know, there's, there's always these, um, these famous intellectuals like Jordan Peterson. Alan Watts was one of them. He was really well liked. Um, but, but he would always say what is the sound of one hand and then his audience would just would just start clapping and he'd be like no you're wrong. <laughs> and everyone would be like what?
0: <laughs> well that's two hands clapping. Yes, you know? that's two yeah. hands. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and th- and then sometimes the people would just smack their knee and and it's like well that's no. yeah that's your no. knee too, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. What this what this may sound like on the surface is is your average like Stoner talk from like I don't know, dazed and confused or something, but but no, it's real stuff. This is like,
0: well, yeah, both of us are very sober right now.
1: Yes, at least Uh, I am. (laughs) (laughs) We, I think we all are. I mean, the only thing that we're on is brain chemicals. But, but um, lost my train of thought.
0: You know, you were talking about religion and understanding bits and pieces of it. You know, periodically throughout, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's a lot to be said about Eastern thought and how an Eastern
1: experience,
0: yes, I re- religion, um, you know, Taoism, oh yeah, uh, Confucianism, and uh, the other one, Hinduism, Buddhism. Ah, Buddhism. I thought you already said Buddhism. I didn't say Buddhism. I don't think so. Too. But, uh, you know, both, a lot of those, you know, are, uh, well, the thing is,
1: um, it differs from Western thinking because yes, it does for one, for one thing when, when the Buddha, um, you know, came around and I don't know around the time of AD, he was, he was telling people that experience, um, is, is far greater, you know, a, a tool than, than words, and, and I guess the, the modern day equivalent of that is like, is like you know, say you're a scientist, and you have one scientist who's studying in school, and you have another scientist who's right at the forefront, like doing actual like like studying studies. in a lab, yeah, right, yeah, like yeah. simulation versus real thing, basically, yes. and experience is the real thing, and um, uh, you know, eventually, the East got away from that a little bit, but there's still sects that are that are doing. Um, that are based in experience, not alone, but
0: more than more than just
1: yeah traditional teaching. They realize that that experience is, is a greater thing.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, I for sure, man. You know, a lot of people are more hands-on learners than
1: mm-hmm. they
0: are, um, you know, uh, you know, written re- uh, written learners.
1: And uh, this is this is why in, in, in Japan, uh, you know, you know, how they go to school. Uh, during the summer, and they have, like, no days off, P- people think that, that that's the reason why people in Japan are a lot smarter than, you know, the average American, but um, that, that's, I mean, I doubt that's it at all, I mean, it's definitely part of it, but I, I think it's more just, like, they're, they're a lot wiser, and they, you know, they're, they're not blind, you know, to stupid ideology.
0: Their culture is also... different as well yeah and uh the principles of their culture uh, especially in relations to respect and uh uh, reputation Mm -hmm. and how one person you know in america you can get away with with a lot of things that in other countries are very shameful that you wouldn't really get away with yes and uh
1: they would say you you've disappointed the family,
0: yeah. That's that's you know you see yeah, that in TV a, tropes, right? And, there's a lot of stereotypes um, along with that, but to mm-hmm. a certain extent, most stereotypes are all tr- are true, to a certain extent.
1: Yes, to a certain extent, and, and we could use the word archetypes. Like, um, I don't mean to derail what you're talking about, but but you know just touch on this briefly. Like, like archetypes describe things better because they're not identifying a specific person by say the color of their skin or their social class or their education. It's they're, they're identifying people like put into situations. Like in last episode, we were talking about Jonah and the whale. Like, like that's an archetype in itself
0: that anybody can fit into.
1: Yes. Anybody can fit into that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's, it's something that I'm, and I'm still exploring, but um this the fact that that we just go on and separate ourselves from each other just because just because like I don't know I'm more educated or I was born on this patch of land or my skin color is different from yours it's it's ridiculous and and who the fuck are they to say you know because it's a shallow way to think that just because someone looks different than you means that they are different like
0: right I mean but it's a fallacy in itself that's, pa- that's- Backed behind years of actual difference. I mean, you have to re- remember that for a long time, I mean, people are different colors of skin because they're from different parts of the world, from different cultures. Right. And so the, it's not as much the idea of the not liking their, the color of their skin, but the idea of not being able to um, conform and blend culturally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that, that idea is... Um, yeah,
1: but it's all really the same thing. It's all based on the fundamental, you know, principles of the human condition. I mean, th- that's why certain people say that all religion is fundamentally the same, you know. And religion is like the basis for society. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not an anthropologist, but I'd imagine that it might be, you know.
0: Right. Who I mean, who are we to say, you know, yes or no to that? I mean, it's like... How many principles do you think we've? How many principles from religion, from Christianity, do you think are taken? Uh, do you think are just subconsciously? Oh know, yeah. Miss like, a mis- like uh, just not even. Like uh,
1: implanted in the brain.
0: Exactly. Like we don't even think about it because it's.
1: Yeah. It's, take the Ten Commandments. Like like, concerned. thou shalt not steal. Thou, you know, shall not commit n- thy thy neighbor's property. And you know what? That's it's really weird. <laughs> It's really weird about that one. Um, I don't remember which version it was in, but but it said, "Thou shalt not covet, or what is it? Um, um, co- uh, covet, covet, covet thy neighbor's, neighbor's property, voice. wife, or animals." Yeah. And 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 what they and I'm not really sure, but it seems like what they're implying there is that all of that, all of the three things that I just mentioned, make up property. You know what I'm saying? Because, because back then it was, you know...
0: Right, all those three were yeah. one and the same.
1: Yeah, and plus, you know, Christianity originated in, what, the Middle East, right?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Around, like, the Roman yeah, Empire, kind of? kind of Jerusalem. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, to, to this day, women are still oppressed, repressed, and suppressed over there. So it's like the connection, I mean, you don't even have to look deep, the connection's right fucking there, you know?
0: Sure. No, I mean, it's, uh... And, I mean, you know, that's something that uh, that I think people take uh, – they don't really understand, especially with, like, people who are uh, – they like to uh, ignore religion. And there is a place for religion in every aspect of life, I think, because, mm-hmm. because I don't mean one particular religion. I just mean the idea of religion. Because you Philosophies. Can, the exactly
1: fundamental things that they've discovered exactly
0: just the the meaning behind what they what it mm-hmm. the ideas expressed within yeah you can
1: leave the deities out if texts. you want
0: yeah exactly you know you don't have to
1: you can do whatever you want in, in you know in any
0: kind of deity but if you listen to some of the principles um you know written uh, you know expressed in in the book at, at least the bible if you look at the bible I and mean, this is mostly true for any other religious text, but it gives you a way to live. Mm -hmm. Um, And this way to live was preached um, uniformly uh, across all different cultures. And uh, it empowered people to live in a way that together they could unite to create a better society. And in one way, you know, it's like, I mean, saying that it's like, well, you know, you think about the treatment of women, it's like, well, that's not necessarily good, but it's like, converse... you know, that compared to. Uh, Can I stop you right
1: there? Um, Alexander Solzhenitsyn. You know who that is? Solz- yeah, yeah, Solzhenitsyn. He wrote the Gulag Archipelago, or something. Archipelago. Archipelago. He said that anyone with good in, with anyone who's doing anything, um, has, has feels like they have good intentions. So what you're saying about about how they supposedly had great societies yet they were oppressing women they felt like they were doing what was for the greater good and so does everyone else you know whether it's moral or not
0: yeah i mean and it was better than you know without that like it's better it was better than how life would have been had they all been in uh had, had they all been divided does that make sense like once um mean people
1: like against each other
0: sure like once the greek city once the greek city states um conformed in into one uh greek nation quote unquote i mean they shared all an army right they were able to conquer other territories and other lands it eventually grew their empire so large and they were all benefiting from that well you know wait wait
1: you're not saying that that the um the i don't know how it's described it, the gender warfare the the constant you know like batting heads is that that's like like a good thing or a bad thing what are you trying to say there
0: as far as gender goes yeah i'm not trying to say anything with it really like like people fighting for their rights oh fighting for like rights of human rights Mm -hmm. of any of the oppressed well yeah you know i mean it's i don't want to just categorize it just the one group of, of just women because throughout history and you can divide groups of people infinitely. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, you know, there's throughout history, there's always been mostly three classes, right? There's been the ruling class. There's been the subjective, like the quote unquote middle class, like sort of uh, semi bourgeoisie uh, independent landowners kind of thing. <laughs> And then there's been slaves. Okay. For the vast majority yeah. of time, there's the, the lowest group of people. The third of the population has been slaves.
1: What I think you're saying is that um, this this fighting for for rights it ne- it needs to happen. W- whether it's it's good or bad, it needs to happen for us to you know climb the threshold into good, you know, into fairness.
0: Yeah. No. I mean because what what do we have to compare it to i mean,
1: I have, mean we, we have we have so much stuff to compare to we have history to. To, yeah exactly to
0: to recognize how how uh advantage like how advantageous you know human rights are you know i mean i you know this is coming from two white guys talking on uh, a <laughs> yeah. uh, podcast but you know in in throughout history uh, in in western society we wouldn't be that disadvantaged but, like, if you look at even, you know, I would, if you look at, you know, in, in history, you know, 300 years ago, being uh, somebody who's, who, even though they're a white male, has a significantly lower IQ than anybody else. this very significantly low IQ, right? It's like... A white that,
1: male has a like if lower you were, IQ? If you were. Oh, okay. If
0: you were. I mean, you wouldn't be discriminated necessarily by the base of your skin, but... Or what you look like, but just on how you, how disadvantaged you would be because of how nature discriminates against you. Just a side note, I,
1: I can't, I can't wait for for the people that listen to this are gonna be like, Andrew seems like he's highly conservative, and it's like, no, you're just misunderstanding what he's saying. But you know, no, anyway, dude, it, I, like when people are oppressed, they they are not creative, you know, because they can't be creative. They're, they're worried about surviving, you know it's like it's like when when humans got out of the um you know hunting and gathering they were able to invent things and be creative it's like the same idea you know yeah i mean well and that that's what andrews trying to say
0: to anyone who's trying to be against him sure i mean but i'm trying to think quite like on a macro level you know i'm i'm not i've no definitive uh ideas about much but in you know when it comes to being Oppressed and everything. In a way, you know, being oppressed is is all is relative as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you think about throughout history, at least in the past hundred years, you know, women have had been pretty uh very pretty oppressed, right? But in a way, we are all depre- uh, oppressed by you know anything in our lives, right? Like, any dude. challenges, right? Like I mean. To use an example, like, you know, a man goes to his job and he's oppressed by his boss, mm-hmm. right? And he comes home and now his wife is oppressed by him. Or uh, his, his wife is oppressed by him. And the kids come home from school and the kids are oppressed by his, their mom. Or, or both their parents. Yeah, I could be You honest. know what I mean? And then the kids grow up and then they follow on the same path mm-hmm. but yeah if they're not smart right or you know, if
1: they're they're not given the opportunity to be smart you know
0: sure, yeah, i mean in any way you know that's why one of the most ultimate um you know power pos- that's what that that's i think in in a way the the um the lure of power because it it makes you uh not that is not oppressed, simply said. It's just the more power you have, the uh, the less oppressed you are.
1: Yes, but you can... I mean, sure, the oppression is gone, or most of it's gone, but you can still be repressed. Yeah. You know, and those, those automatic processes yeah. in, in your, your behavior that, that make up who you are, and that could be, you know, smoking, drinking alcohol. I mean, Alan Watts was this very as i said very charismatic very enlightened guy and there was never like a dull moment with him has been said by his wife and many interviewers um but he just couldn't stop drinking alcohol and he died in the 70s because of alcohol like liver disease or something i can't remember but you know
0: yeah i mean it's a shame that people are subjugated by such trivial things you know yeah like no matter what seemingly trivial things yeah It's all, it's all perceptive.
1: Right. Um, what I, what I was thinking was, um, was the hardest, one of the hardest things for a human being to do is, is leap over the barricade that obstructs freedom. And the freedom that I'm talking about is, you know, the freedom from addiction, because yeah. no matter what that's always yeah. going to be there. As long as the brain is there, it's going to be there.
0: Yeah, this this is an important topic to to touch on because i had been thinking about this on on a very less extreme level. Um you know, we we all know about addiction. and We all know about you know, what addictive substances there substances there are in society that are readily abused. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you go to school and you'll see kids, you know, You
1: know, no peeing in the jewel room, guys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, like uh, stuff like that. And and, you know, later in life, you know, there's people who really, you know, they have to drink by noon, you know, Mm -hmm. to get through whatever. You know, or or there's people who, you know, cannot withstand a headache without a cup of coffee in the morning. That that to me is so eye opening. Now I see it, especially with coffee. How, how it's being, how it's being used um, today. There's a girl at the, uh, my table in math class. Every day she walks in with a, a Starbucks coffee. Oh man. And and it's like, not only is that like coffee like six bucks or seven bucks, <laughs> it's like, it's 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 not good for you. You, okay, it's not good for the way that your your brain functions in the long run. I think. mm mm-hmm. um, But it's also just addictive.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's the stimulants.
0: Yeah, it's a stimulant. It's an, it's an addictive.
1: And yeah. It's,
0: and and you, you want it all the time. You we imagine. always
1: say that things are addictive. It's like anything is addictive. Dude, uh, I was talking to Michael, and he told me that he's addicted to working out. And it's like, dude, I would love that. Like, that sounds amazing. You know? But, like, he says he has to work out, like, every day. And if he doesn't, he's a little disappointed you know, that he, that he doesn't.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, working out gives you endorphins. Yeah. And the void of endorphins can lead to, um, you know, a less elevated state, I guess. Right.
1: I don't know if he was like, you know, we use words and we're not usually, we're not always serious about the words that we use. You know, it may it maybe addiction. It might not be, but, um, you know, just broadly speaking.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, no, I, I get what you're saying, man. Um, you know, I, I know people you know, my mom is like fifty, fifty one. She's gonna be fifty one soon. And uh she you know, she's been addicted to coffee since since college. It's that one cup in the morning though, and it's like so such a small thing, but it'll give her headaches if she goes without it. And it's like you get yourself in a situation where you can't have that. Yeah
1: you know, <laughs> Yeah, that happens. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs>
0: I wonder if the uh, the mic caught that <laughs> i don't know, we'll find out um but what i'm trying to say is, anything that is slightly addictive scares me because of how dependent you can become to it yeah and any any dependence is freedom limiting right is, mm-hmm. is oppressive we know this because i mean look at chinese foot binding right and how dependence leads to more oppression what are you talking about power. foot binding yeah, Chinese foot binding. It's where, it's where yo, what's up? Good. <laughs> He's on the podcast. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, Chinese foot binding is where like, um, men would, well, like, when, like young Chinese girls would grow up with these like bindings on their feet, like this, and their feet would get all fucked, like fucked up, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't be able to walk, and so they'd be dependent on their husbands or on men to do things for them simple tasks and stuff like that wow yeah it's it a very bad thing the british ended wow. it the british ended it during the occupation actually so british imperialism ended that um, so there are some good things isn't, about imperialism isn't, isn't that strange though yeah the, the
1: as much as i hate imperialism i mean they helped with a major human human rights
0: issue right there they thought that it was right they thought that it was more beneficial i mean you know in europe it'd be a very you know it'd be bad thing to do that mm-hmm. um, so the, to, to yeah. women yeah but you know they're in the like I said there's a lot of goods and bads about imperialism in general but this is not about imperialism this is about this is the, about anything you know, the, this is about anything but we were just talking about camping like 20 minutes ago we were yeah now we're talking about imperialism yeah and, and, <laughs> and how dependence and all that leads to oppression and that's why uh, that's why uh, yeah I think you know, like the in uh you know uh post uh in Reconstruction periods, uh during the in the South, there was a big, Southern America. Yeah, in South in, in the South of North of the United States. Of, yes. Okay. Uh, there was a big pushback against the education of of African Americans because of its uh, it leads towards independence mm. and it leads towards um, freedom. More freedom, more access to more different opportunities, and whatever you know, and that that is uh, a huge, uh, you know, that's all for for power to oppress, and there's examples of this in every area of life. You know when you know the, you can tell you can tell somebody something, and they you know they can decide what they choose to think about it and all that and right what they can do about it in some areas of the world um you have uh you have no choice to choose what's uh, gonna happen to you with your life and everything mm-hmm. and I think that's something we take for granted like, yeah we do.
1: who knows maybe the next 100 150 years 500 the Middle East might be uh, a lot better place might be up to, like up to where we're at now in the United
0: States who knows man maybe I mean, it's the it's the norms that are dictated throughout their culture that depend that. Uh,
1: I mean, they are biblical days, essentially.
0: Biblical you know, days,
1: but, but, like you know, the stoning women. If, if they if women are are raped, the uh, women get stoned because it, it's it's as if, you know, it's her fault. You know, and and to draw a connection to that, this might be wrong, but. In the first story in Genesis, the Adam and Eve story, um, you know, the the serpent uh, tempted Eve to eat the apple and then she ate the apple. And then she's like, Adam, oh, this apple, I see things in a whole new way. And then she gave it to Adam and Adam ate it. And then when God started, when God came to the garden, he's like, he's like, these fucking kids <laughs> and and Adam's like you know hiding and god knows where he is and and he comes out and he's like he's hiding in a bush and and god's like why did you eat why did you eat the fruit and he's like he's like oh it was the woman the woman told me to do it you know like like that that like that signifies the uh that's the archetype or the stereotype of like when men like started to blame women for their problems and that's fucking ridiculous
0: I guess sometimes you can also see that, too, in how um, women are also blamed for wanting to, uh, like, when they, the way they dress and the attention that they get from guys, Mm -hmm. um, you know, guys often say, oh, you should cover up, versus the guys making, um, directing their attention towards them, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But you know, and there's 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 definitely an opposing argument to that, where it's like, well, you know, whatever biblical means this come this comes by or whatever uh, that comes by, we're animals, right? Yeah, and we're animals were, to the end. Animals to the end. We we we, we were, were were organisms that developed, you know, for millions of years to be programmed in a certain way to mm-hmm. be attractive to. Attracted to a certain kind of image, right? We're right. attracted and tempted by the image because of the things that yes. push us to be successful.
1: Yeah, blaming is wrong in general because I mean you should really look inward. And you really shouldn't. I mean, there's a question of blaming yourself too, but but when you're when you philosophize very deeply and you take deep dives into things like this, it may sound like I'm very unsure and on the fence about a lot of things. But this is what happens when you deeply. Think about stuff like this, so you're definitely wrong to blame a girl for, you know, um, for tempting you. Uh, whether she is or not, you know, you're wrong because it, it's it comes from you. And what so many philosophers have said is, wait, if
0: you were, I'm sorry,
1: if if a, what you were saying, if a girl is wearing revealing clothing, and and you feel tempted, you know, I'm like. Nothing is absolute. You can't just you can't just blame her entirely. You're
0: tempted for what to do what.
1: What what do you think? We're sexual beings, right? Yeah, so we're we're too... animals. We okay, have, we have the limbic system. Sex is a dopamine inhibitor. Um, but what I'm saying is that so many philosophers, especially Greek philosophers, have said like you control your emotions and your attitudes, and and part of that. And and your temptation is your temptation. Yeah, you, know, you control that.
0: Yes, and we talked about the connection between the monkey brain, and uh, and that being the subconscious. Yes, and the conscious brain controlling, you know, your thoughts like that mm-hmm. and everything, and in doing it more positively. Um, but that's to be said on both sides, is it not? I mean. I mean, why would, I mean, you know, to be revealing like that, to dress that way, you're becoming more of an animal yourself, are you not? Playing to more of the subconscious. Yes, it's archaic. Yes, it's Mm -hmm. it's more, you get more attention from from men, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and that is also playing into sexualization. But that's because of the differences in men and women, because of, like, especially regarding to uh how just how validating it feels to be uh recognized as a potential sexual partner in somebody. Mm-hmm. Guys need this as much as women or as as much as women do. Mm-hmm. But women are also Especially these times. Yes, but in we everybody needs that, right? Mhm. And so it, on, it's on both parts to control the monkey brain. Control the brain and say it's not, it's not necessary in the moment. And, and one might say like you need a balance of both, mm-hmm. and that's probably right. But to some extremes, I feel like we are getting very, very extreme on one end. And there's, there's not... Uh, yeah,
1: a lot of people are angry these days. Um, and, and when we're angry, we're righteous. We're, we're even more righteous than we we usually are. So, you know, I mean, people shout each other down. And
0: yeah, I mean, we all think we know what we're talking about. I, yeah, I, we I, all do. This whole podcast, the whole last like forty minutes, have mm. really been pretty. Uh, it's just kind of off on a whim. Well, I mean, I've been talking off on a whim.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've had topics, but but you know, those topics break into to imp- yeah, imp- improvisation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You yeah. know. I mean, but it's all stuff that that we've, you know, t- to a degree we studied, whether that be a big degree or a small degree. Yeah. You know? I I
0: wish it was more concrete though, and my ideas were more thought out. I, well,
1: it, everybody does. I mean, I do. Yeah. But but um, it just depends on like like how you're feeling that day. If you can get words out. Like like in the beginning of this podcast, I couldn't even think of the word proverb, and that's that's a word I use. Like you said like,
0: con con uh what did you say? I said uh. On? Koan. Koan. Yeah, I was gonna say that it does K O A N. The way you described it sounded like a proverb, like a Chinese proverb.
1: Yeah, it basically is. Um, it's a Zen teaching.
0: Um, yeah. No, it definitely. It's it's weird to. Usually, I I pace around in my room and I talk to myself about <laughs> things that I I'm, I'm interested in. You know, ideas that I'm interested. Like in. you speak out loud. Sometimes, or I'll speak That's in my head. Yeah, sometimes it depends who's home, Hmm. you know, but uh, now, you know. That's a free thinking uh, kind of mindset. Habit, yeah, Yeah. mindset, sure. Habit too. Yeah, you know, it just helps me, helps me conclude on on some of these ideas and these firm basis on things that I can then talk about later on a little bit more fluently, but from here I'll... I'll say this: I've taken a lot from uh, just these ideas that we just barely touched on this whole podcast and everything. And I'll have to listen to it again and mm-hmm. and uh, take what I can from that. Yeah. Practice that.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really fascinating, man. I mean, like, it, it, it's making me think, like, like how many people walk around. In their room and talk to themselves. Like, I, I mean, my brother is is pretty philosophical, and I, I'd imagine that, that he might do that when I'm not here. Like, because it's it's so weird when you're when you're home alone, you feel like, or when you're alone, just like in the car, you feel like you have all this, this freedom to like sing, and, and dance, but but you wouldn't do that with other people around. You know, it just it's just a weird thing. We're all self conscious in a way.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, you thank, those, you those thank Eve all...
1: for that. I mean, that that woman, she's to blame for for all of us being conscious.
0: In part, that's a joke, but that's a blessing and a curse. That's a blessing and a curse. Well,
1: sure, sure, it's a blessing and a curse.
0: I mean, that's that that's
1: the uh, the fundamental way the universe works, yin and yang. Yeah,
0: that's how you expand on you know the shore of knowledge. Yes. Shore of knowledge. Free thinkers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we've got five minutes left. This has been a little bit over an hour podcast. Yeah, we've had uh, probably an hour and five maybe. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good one though. A lot more energy here. Yeah. Than the last two for sure.
0: Yeah, I think this time went by in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, no, I'm going to definitely have to listen to this again. I'm going to definitely listen to this again, and uh, some of these ideas I'm going to try to really cover in my head,
1: write them maybe, down, but yeah,
0: maybe yeah. I'll write them down and clarify them again in the next podcast. We can touch it all. All right, because I might sound like an, an oppressive conservative ass in some of the, some of the things. I well, said. yeah, I mean,
1: you can sound like anything, you know, depending on someone's perspective, true, yeah. And, you know, just let that be a lesson, you know. Sometimes your perspective isn't always right. How the fuck do you know if it's right? How do I know if I'm right? How yeah. does Andrew know? I don't know, man. You know? I mean it, you could be They're like, just ideas. Yeah, they are. They're, they're just words. There was um there was a professor, Alan Watts was talking about a professor that he that he worked with in the University of California and he would say, um, he would hold up his phone book and he would say, tell as the students, What is this? And then the students would say, It's a phone book. And he would say, No, it's not. A phone book is a sound you make. You don't know what the fuck it is. You know? Yeah. So it's like when you get into that, then then you're really confused, you know? That's, yeah. that's the idea of emptiness in Buddhism. Things are empty. They they contain no words. You can't describe things with words. That's basically what it is. So words are just sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was getting at with the experience angle. Like like when you see in movies you see aliens like communicating telepathically. Yeah. Like, like that's that's kind of what our future yeah. looks like of communication.
0: With especially with uh what's it called? Uh Neuralink? Yeah, yeah, that's with, crazy. Yeah, Neuralink yeah. with uh um, with pigs and uh Elon, but but what it
1: does is it communicates emotions. It doesn't communicate words, or that that's what ideally what, not Neuralink, but ideally that's what, um, like Buddhist experience is kind of talking about. Yeah. Emptiness. It's all incredible, but uh, think this is where we ended, eh? I think so,
0: man. Yeah. All right. See you later. We'll catch you guys next week. Clean your room, damn it!